Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to the Rosecast, the number one Lakers podcast hosted by a male. Well, not yet. I was I wrote that thinking that Kawhi Leonard was on the Lakers, AB, and he's not yet. But if he is by the time it comes out, this is that's what you're listening to. Okay, go Lakers. <laughs> and listen, Toronto fans, don't get all mad and turn we got, this actually, off. We actually do have listeners in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. you shouldn't even Didn't think of that. that. Did not think about that. Uh, okay, redo then. Welcome to the Rosecast. The number one Bachelorette recap podcast host by a male interracial best friend duo. Uh, AB. Yes, sir. Let's just get right into it. I'd love to. We're in the Netherlands. Do you have anything to say about the flowers? Listen, I know you took notes on the flowers. Listen, Rim. I thought we'd reached the peak of flower beauty. A couple episodes on the surface, we really. Just scratching the colors, the different types of flowers. The, it was acres. I've never, I don't understand. I still am mind blown by these flowers. What is, what are these flowers? Are these, what, what are these flowers for? Tulips. There are tulips, I believe. Um, I don't know the answer <laughs> to that. Shout out to whoever planted all those. Took some foresight. They they planted them like crops, AB. It was really That's impressive. What we s- think when you're driving by the cornfields, it's like, oh, cool, the rose. No, no, they did this with I've flowers, never seen AB. anything like that. That's what I'm telling you. It's like a cornfield, but it's all beautiful flowers. It was really impressive, and if that's the only reason they went to this area of the world, uh, just to get that five-second shot, I think it was worth it. We're in Amsterdam, the Netherlands. Connor's talking about how he had the early. Should, did we do a sufficient amount of banter? I feel like we're. It's too early to be talking about the episode already. Can <laughs> I tell you something? Right in. Uh, the just a little thing for the people. I turn off the air conditioning because I don't like the. I, I want to make sure there's not a hum in the background. Okay, it's 90 degrees outside. Wow. Just turned it off. This is for the people. It's going to get toasty in here, okay? <laughs> and it's because we care about audio quality. Listen, no, right? no so one I, I'm going to have my shirt off by the end of this. <laughs> Nobody would be able to notice if you didn't turn off your air conditioner, but we're doing yeah. it for the people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the point. That's the point. Okay, Connor talking about how he had the earliest one-on-one. He basically opens this when they're sitting outside, kind of at the market or whatever. Connor says, people forget I had a one-on-one. That's kind of how he opens this. <laughs> 
and he's looking forward to get to know Hannah better. It's not going to happen, is what I said to my screen. Hannah shows up. She's kind of sick. Her voice is okay. all bad, like how mine's going to be. Oh, you don't buy that? You think she's faking sick? You know me, Rim. I'm big into questioning how sick people really are. That's one of the things I do in life. <laughs> didn't, didn't know that. Don't Hannah, like that. This is the second time she's been sick, Rim. One time she went to the hospital. Turned out she was just a little dehydrated. Probably could have just drank a little water. Oh, I forgot it would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, now it appears like she just woke up with a little scratch in her throat. Probably should have just drank a little orange juice and moved on about her day. Jeez. But instead she's carrying it on into the dates. It sounds to me, and this is, I'm just talking to the listeners now, not AB. Listeners, it sure sounds like AB is turning on Hannah. I don't know what you guys think. <laughs> I think he's being this extra hard on her. Turning away from me and turning, uh, hey, looking at the guys. listeners. Guys, Listen, just drink a little orange juice. You wake up, you drink a little orange juice, and you're fine. That's the type of sickness she has right now. I was a prolific fake sick kid, okay? <laughs> Unbelievable. In fact, I was so good at it that one time it backfired on me. Uh, pull up to, to school. We're there. <laughs> okay. To school. We're there. I'm like, oh, that feels so good. You know, I do the whole routine. <laughs> and, and my mom's like, oh, okay. You know, that's fine. You don't have to go today. Well, she was going to Galena, Illinois for an antiquing trip with her oh, friends. God. So I had to go. I had oh, to go no. on that. Oh, <laughs> I no. would not have faked sick if I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> That's That backfired on me. Okay, where are we? Hannah chooses Jed for a one-on-one date, and and it's because her voice hurts because she can't laugh much. So she said, I'll, I'll go with Jed. I'll be <laughs> certain I won't laugh or do anything exciting. Listen, Rip. Like that bit? That was yeah, funny. Jed's that. not funny. Jed's terrible. I don't know if this is just his in my head, well, well, but I hate this guy's spoiler, guts. I'm gonna rim. bleep that out. Okay. I'm gonna bleep that out for people who don't know. <laughs> I hate this guy's guts. Okay. Bleep that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the one-on-one date. Daytime. Yeah, okay. Listen, bapping around the shops. Sure, been there, done that. Gliding through the canals. Fine. <laughs> uh, what What gets to me is it's it, it used to work. But I'm tired of the planted elderly couples yeah. who've been married for 50 to 70 years who only knew each other for 10 days max before deciding to get married. I, do, I can't recall specifically when this has happened. Oh, it's happened but it to seems every to be happening season. Every, every season. Every season, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hannah's protective of her heart, AB. Okay. Sure. She's talking about how difficult it is to be all in with more than one guy and how it's tough to kind of shift from one to one when you have she has feelings for more than i'd say more than four guys maybe six she has feelings for six guys i agree and jed the way i saw it was jed was like that's fine you know don't worry about being all in with me just kind of slow down a little bit we don't have to do all that <laughs> what do you got on jed and hannah at this point i'm starting to realize hannah really likes this guy rim you'd only say this if you're if you got some real deep feelings about someone and i think she's starting to fall for this guy Likes him more than she likes her, probably. Even even take away the the outside the show story. It's it, on screen. What we're seeing is I think Hannah likes Jed a lot more than Jed likes Hannah. I agree. And okay. listen, the Jed apologist here, Rim. Okay, when did that happen? Jed apologist. Five minutes ago, I'm you sure. 
I'm sure Jed's a good guy, would make a good husband if you want a life full of no joy and happiness, Rim, okay? Oh, wow. Jed, you, so you're not a... I get it now. Okay? <laughs> you get what I'm doing there? So Unless you want Sarcasm. no faithfulness in your relationship, I'm sure he'd make a good companion <laughs> right. for life. Right, Go be. ahead. <laughs> All right. Back at the Kerr house... What What's did the you name say? of the hotel? The Kerr House. <laughs> Kerr House. I wish I could do an accent. It's back at the Kerr House because that's the name of the hotel. Uh, it's a beautiful hotel, must be noted. Tyler gets the date card. Connor is upset. That's all I got. Connor, just, I mostly just want to do the back at the Kerr House. This is the fir- this is the first time Connor spoke in three or four episodes, so it was good to see him. Was it? No. Or were you yelling at the TV like where have you it's been? It's too late. It's I was just saying it's too late. You've you blew it. Well, and it's like the great JoJo once said. You know, it's just too little, too late. <laughs> the great JoJo once said. <laughs> One of the, the great songstress of our era. <laughs> All right, back to the date then. The nighttime portion of the one-on-one date. Not listen, we're flying through it because not a lot of meat on the bone. With these, with these dates, number one, there's two one-on-one dates and a group date and a lot of others and an extended group date. So they're just there's one-on-one three dates. one-on-one dates. Jed, and then who else? Tyler. That's right. Three one-on-one dates. So you're yeah. right. That's why. Okay. Jed's got some flowers for her. A gentlemanly move that we praise if Barf. it came from someone else. But AB is sticking his finger down his throat. <laughs> Hannah opens with, I have feelings for multiple, coming in hot. I have feelings for multiple people. She's holding back a little bit, AB, because she's overwhelmed with all the stuff going on. She's got multiple relationships to juggle. She's got multiple children, immature uh, middle schoolers going at each other's necks. And uh, Jed says, hey, I'm here to talk about whatever you want to talk about. I'm here to build a foundationally powerful relationship things are weighing on hannah jed's here for her and then hannah drops a big moment hannah tells jed this slime ball that she's falling right, for I mean, we got we got we can't okay. they, they can't color every they can't color every comment what happened on the screen <laughs> ab what happened on the screen it's it's impossible for me to objectively watch this <laughs> okay. without, right. without a negative lens on Jed. I'm sorry. I won't do it. I refuse. Talk about the moment that Hannah realized it was the real deal with Jed. She says she's known it for a while. I'd makes, it makes me almost throw up, just throwing up, just saying this, Rim. She... She's known it for a while, but and it's very scary. But she's falling in love with this man. Now, has Jed said anything falling for or anything along those lines yet? No, and it almost it takes him aback a little bit, Remy. Scrambles to say, I'm feeling the same way. It takes him a little bit because I don't think he was ready to say that. His reaction was nonplussed. <laughs> it was and it's on the, I tweeted this gif when it's, he, if you watch, run the tape back. He literally goes like, oh, you know that gif where the guy is like surprised, the blonde guy with the messy <laughs> yeah, hair is like, blonde oh. guy, yeah. He was like, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> That's how he reacted initially. She goes, Jed, I'm falling in love with you. And it was like this moment of euphoria for, Han- for Hannah. And Jed's like, hmm, interesting. Like, a, like he's zoning out <laughs> in a business meeting. Uh, but luckily for Jed, Hannah talks long enough 
to give him some time to, like you said, scramble and come up with some mm-hmm. words. Hannah, Did you buy the words, AB? No, of well, course I shouldn't not. ask that question because I know where you're going to go with no, that. Of what course not. Say? Hannah is beaming at this point, so she doesn't even realize that. I just told him kind of that I loved him, and he didn't seem to even, like, he didn't smile at first. You got you to gotta see their instant reaction. He reacts. He says, my heart fell through the earth. Let me have my moments. And then he laughs, like covers his hands, covers his face with his hands and kind of laughs a little bit and then gathers himself and says like, yeah, no, for sure. feel the same way. For sure. Thanks, Han. Appreciate it. It was very (laughs) casual. Like I didn't. And again, take away the off screen story. This on our screen was a unexcited reaction. This was concerning, but it wasn't played off that way. It was played off like this big moment. But look at Jed's face. Anything else on this date, AB? Try to be here's I objective journalist. Interesting. I can't do that. Interesting question for you, Rim. <laughs> All right. So for the next two plus minutes, we discuss the off-screen news involving Jed. If you don't want any part of that, zoom ahead. Look in the episode description for the timestamps. And also kind of keep an eye on those throughout because I did my best, but I could not prevent AB from popping off about this so back to your regularly scheduled programming <laughs> jed knows he has a girlfriend back of his head he's going on okay. a second one-on-one date okay do you think he's concerned about taking her hannah back home to the same city that his current girlfriend is residing do you think that's any concern of his my concern right now is we're gonna have to record a pre-show bumper where we explain what happens for the people who skipped last week. That's my main concern right now. Now, number two, to answer your question. (laughs) Listen, Um, nobody does it. Everybody knows. I bet you 99% of the people know about what Jed did. So I don't think you really need to explain it That's probably true. If you listen to Bachelor podcasts, you're probably interested. I'd say most people are probably spoiled. We're in the minority in that regard. I agree. To, To your question, I don't think he's concerned because... She knew the deal going in. She knew this was now. I do think he's like, yeah, but you're. It's hitting him how deep he is in this game. Like he did not expect to be in this deep. I don't think at all. And now he's struggling to come up with to think on his feet to kind of handle where he's getting. Here's the thing: you got to be worried about though. If you're Jed, you've been gone without your phone for months at this point. It's probably like what are we talking? A month and a half, two months, maybe at least two months at this yeah. point. So he has had no contact. You have no idea what you're bringing her into. She could be pissed at this point. Like you yeah. told me you were going to be back in like two weeks. This was just to further your career. Now you're bringing her home to meet your family. Like you don't know what that situation is going to be. He's got to be well, panicked a little bit. It, it would be. I would like to see her show up on a date a la DeMario's. Mm hmm ex-girlfriend at the basketball this would be the stakes are a lot higher here uh we'll see might have to bleep all that but i'd be interesting to i I will be interested to see how jed's hometown goes for certain tyler one-on-one date tyler gets a group date card i don't remember if we even said that daytime riding horses listen and this is ignorance speaking but based on the way he talks i expected tyler to be confident on a horse Okay. Oh Did yeah, you not I thought he'd, Tyler to be I thought he'd jump right on and take off, do yeah. a couple, <laughs> do a couple laps. Yeah, been a couple re- years, but I can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like a bike. Just hop on. <laughs> yeah, ha, yeah. He did. 
<laughs> he did he did do this though he did that you know that thing you know that thing <laughs> that, that horse rider did the go yeah but is that a real thing or is that people that yeah, have yeah, no yeah, idea no, no, like no. i feel like me no, and you would no, do no. that same sound if we were on some horses I would, well i would now especially because it'd be hilarious <laughs> Hey boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? There are people listening who are big into horse riding and they're either horribly offended or they're dying laughing. It could be either one. Come on. Hey, hey oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, allegedly, the commercial that aired after their opening bit is shadow sponsorship tie-in. A lot of people mention this, okay? So they're riding around on the horses, and they're like, oh, you want some waffles? Okay. Stroop waffles, specifically. Really? Do you know what a Stroop waffle is or a Stroop waffle? No idea. Okay. Well, first off, I cannot... They are fire 3X. Can't recommend (laughs) Stroop waffles enough. Sometimes they have them on planes. It's like this thin wafer waffle thing that you put... That you can put on top of a coffee mug with the hot coffee, and then it like the heat softens it up. Now, now I will say luxury item. Okay, if you have Stroop waffles, especially on the regular, I mean you're big balling. You got money to burn <laughs> if you're in Stroop waffles every day. Okay, but back to the shadow sponsorship and listeners. If you want Remini B to have Stroop waffles every day, head on over to tpublic.com and slash. <laughs> no. I don't know the URL. Uh, so they see the waffles and then the first commercial that aired after they go to break is a commercial for McDonald's mm. new Stroop waffle McFlurry. Okay. If that doesn't confirm it, what else we do? Now doing you're talking. <laughs> All right. Anything on the pickled herring? Would you eat it? Uh, yeah, I'm a pickled fish guy, Rim. I'd pop that right in. No issue. I've done it, okay. had, it, didn't had it before. Look, it didn't appear to be cooked. Are, are pickled fish not cooked or anything like that? It's one of those things they're cooked, but they're they're cold. Oh, disgusting. Okay, interesting. <laughs> and they're pickled. <laughs> okay, so this and sounds that, like a torture listen, device more listen, than anything. Listen, that could be wrong. <laughs> I don't... Well, <laughs> along with everything else we say. Uh, quick chit-chat on the bench, AB. It's starting to get serious with these two. And we don't often see serious conversations with Tyler, so I was interested to see where this would go. At this point, I'm getting a little nervous about Tyler, and if he's got what it takes conversation-wise to stimulate sure. Hannah. She's she's trying to drag some, pull that conversation out of him, some some of his thoughts and his feelings, and Tyler can't give her very much in terms of specifics. She asked him in particular about how his time's going, and Tyler mentions he's had he had a, a rough week, and Hannah is trying to get him to tell specifically why was it a, a rough time, and, and Tyler's struggling in this conversation. Yeah. He said he found himself comparing himself to the other guys. Uh, he didn't like, and especially for Hannah, he didn't like that all these cocktail parties were getting canceled because all the drama going on. Sure. You know, she needs this time more than... Even we do, he says. It's interesting that you found it wasn't a great conversation because Hannah seemed to feel the same way. I thought it was their best ever, even at that point, because this was the first time that he just came with more than, you know, generalities 
like we've talked about, just the lines. The it line. Probably, this was more than lines. This was a talk, a real conversation with a person. It was more than lines, but you got no glimpse into who he is. So you didn't really, you didn't gain anything from it like you'd want going into a hometown. Agreed. Uh, hopefully we got some of that on the nighttime. Hannah says, I want, I want the honest and raw. What scars you, A.B.? Sometimes I pick a word to do in her voice and I can't do any of the other ones. Uh, well, first he says, I was scared of the horse, number one. But also, Tyler quickly gets into why there's been something off about him lately. What's holding him back a little bit, A.B.? What do you, what do you got on this? Was this a good an improvement or was this still not good enough? Oh, this was to good. Your standard? This was really good. Tyler brings up that basically he was living the good life rim the rich people life oh, on the okay. beach <laughs> you get, huge you're looking house. at me like you know what i mean the <laughs> you big know what i'm money. talking about the big money life yeah <laughs> big yeah. money lifestyle sure dad had a mo- lived living in a mansion on the beach rags to riches but like many americans the market hit him hard and the family in particular his parents didn't handle that well in terms of their relationship. So they broke up, they moved to a smaller house or whatever. Divorce. Divorced. Tough times for Tyler and his family. And he doesn't want that same thing to happen to him. So he's a little, as I say on the show, he's got his guard up. He's got his guard up. He's afraid of falling in love and having his heart broken and having to go down that path. Hannah mentions, did you catch this? This was kind of an interesting, are Hannah's parents still together? I don't recall. Yes, they're together. Okay. That's right. Her dad, I remember her dad, the the salon guy and with the breathtaking hair. It's jumbling my brain thinking about his hair right now. <laughs> um, but Hannah mentions that her parents, while they love each other, they don't communicate the way she wants to communicate with their spouse. She wants the raw, A.B. So this was an, this was an actual connection these two made, I think. Yeah, it's a connection. Their parents don't communicate well. Is Was this kind of fucked up of her to bring this up? I was like, damn, I wouldn't, you know, <laughs> like, what the, it's not something I would say, you know, and that's, messed the detail. Up. that's why I asked, are they still together? Like, cause if they are, it's like, they're, you know, they're watching, right? Like they're going to see <laughs> together. Like, and well, if wh- you're going to say that, maybe be more specific. Cause there are generational differences in how people communicate. Obviously Absolutely. our parents didn't grow up with the internet or phones to text each other all the time. And now where things are just completely different. That's not how I um, took this. I took it as they have a bad relationship. I don't know how you took yeah, it. Yeah, I know that that's kind of how it sounded. I don't think that's what she meant because I don't think she would say that on television. <laughs> um, but anyway, Tyler admits, Hey, failed in my last relationship. But he's thankful, no details given, but he's thankful for his failures because he learned from them. I added that part in because he should have said that. He's learned from them Mm -hmm. and they've led him to Hannah, which is kind of a romantic spin zone on on what what the sentence started out with. Well, Tyler always comes with the, he's going to finish with a good line. He always finds his way back to home base. Okay, no matter where the ball goes, (laughs) he gets gets where he needs to go. Uh, My take on this, A.B., this conversation, guy seemed relaxed. Uh, I was impressed with kind of the the tough things he brought up. I've ragged on him for the lines and the surface level stuff, so it's only fair. Credit where credit is due. Having said that, curb your enthusiasm scene negates everything I just said. Having said that, <laughs> I feel like you didn't get to that season. Have you not made it? To, it's a, yeah, it's I've, the seen the whole, okay. I've seen the whole thing. All right, good. 
I would have liked to see more of this AB as in a literally a longer period of time. This was like a three minute. The nighttime date was like three minutes of screen time. You would enjoyed them airing more of the of their conversation. Not necessarily airing more out, but having actual conversation for a longer period of time. Okay. Because we, we spent more time watching them mess around with different foods. The hijinks. Yeah. The hijinks than the real deal. Sure. That's, I just would have liked to see more. It seemed like too. it was abrupt. That's fair. Anyway, Tyler gets the rose. Hannah's going to meet his family. And Tyler uh, wraps it up saying, I think I'm falling in love with you. And I can be the guy getting on the knee for you. One knee, specifically. Not any knee. His one knee. <laughs> and a beautiful carriage ride through Amsterdam. What do you got, AB? Anything else on this? No, just a good date. Uh, we're kind of flying through this episode. And I think it's because we just had two normal dates. There wasn't as much of that drama you have to pick apart with a fine-tooth comb. Just good dates. Two good dates. One with a slime ball, one with an awesome guy, Tyler. <laughs> okay. It's a good point. When the dates are good, the podcast stinks. <laughs> and then when they're, <laughs> yeah. when they're, and we talk about, oh, I hate the Luke drum and all this stuff. And I do. I genuinely, in the, in the soul, fiber of my being, I hate that stuff. Having said that, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like necessary for a good show on yeah, our end. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Back at the house. Poor Connor, AB. I mean, Connor. What's a what's a sports comparison? He's like, uh, I'd say like Isaiah Thomas, uh, the new Isaiah Thomas in the NBA, like positioned guy, yeah. to, to get the big contract, win the championships, be a center, like be a core of a championship team for years to come, and then like before you know it, fell off a cliff, had some injuries, disappeared. I mean, the guy's going to be on the Wizards now. He's barely making any money relative. I mean, talk about a guy who just fell off the face of the earth, who was the America's darling. I had him in my top four. Not very four. long ago. Yeah. And now Probably he's top that, two. I might have had him at two at one point. I mean, irrelevant. Talk about actual irrelevancy. He's irrelevant. You're talking Kiner like, and Isaiah Thomas. Would you? He, he might not be on Paradise. And that would have been... No, he's too hot. He'll be there. He's, that, he's He'll be there, but that would have been yeah. truly stunning to even like comprehend that Connor wouldn't be yes. there Yeah, weeks ago. In retrospect, that date where Hannah was sick and he only had the daytime in her hotel room, mm-hmm. we spun on the shit out of that. It was like, what did I say? Spun zone? Spun zone. Spin zone. Spin zone, yeah. We're like, this is great, Rim. No, it turned out that was worst case scenario. No, they had a very forgettable date because they didn't do anything memorable. They just sat in a hotel room and she and they both forgot. And it mixed with Connor not stepping up to the plate. Lack of assertiveness. Yep. Uh, anyway, date card, Mike. Which means that the group date goes to Peter, Connor, Garrett, and Luke. Connor not thrilled. Okay, so here we are. We think we have a four-person group date with two roses. That's where we're at. If assuming Mike, no, with three roses. Excuse with me, one rose. Uh, yes, you're correct. With one rose. Yep, I did the reverse. Now, math. at this point in the episode, before we even got to Connor going to her place, I'm thinking, okay, Mike's in, Mike's in some deep trouble here, Rim. Okay. When they did th- wow, when they that did- early, that early, when they're doing three one on one dates, three of them, one of those people is bound to go home. So when Tyler and Jed both made it, uh, I, I started getting a, a sick feeling in my stomach, Rim. Now, why do you, I don't, 
doubt that, but why do you say that? You're going to have four people on this group date and only have one rose to give? That doesn't seem realistic. I feel like the lead usually gives the the third one-on-one date to someone they're not so sure with that they can get rid of and get an extra rose for that group date. Wow, that's didn't why you feel good. Yeah, well, that's why you're AB, and I didn't pick up on that till later. Um, anyway, Connor, goaded by the producers, obviously decides to go talk with Hannah. Hannah opens the door and she says, "I didn't order any room service." <laughs> she didn't remember him. AB, it's been that long. <laughs> She's like, "Hey, who are you?" <laughs> Classic. Do you know where I'm going? She didn't remember him. All jokes aside, she legitimately asked why he's here, and I think she well, honestly meant like, "Why are you here?" <laughs> Uh, well, Hannah says Connor has Hannah calls Connor out basically. She's like, "Listen, buddy, you faded on the group dates. Where you been? listen to a podcast where they talk about it, and they're dead on about this. <laughs> you haven't been assertive enough. Step up." Uh, I've always held on to that one-on-one we had. Connor says, "Why?" Which was again a reminder. Hannah was sick. I don't think she got out of the covers of her bed. And then Connor says. That day, as crazy as it sounds, I knew I was feeling those feelings of falling in love. So they had a half a date where they didn't go outside of her hotel room. What do you got on this, AP? You got to show her something, okay? If you were feeling those feelings, you had tons of opportunities. Now, I the, the, the uh, rose ceremony or the, what are they called? Cocktail, cocktail the cocktail hours getting canceled probably hurt a guy like Connor, to be honest. Absolutely. They probably hurt him. He probably went in most group dates and was like, I'm just going to chill, avoid all the controversy, and then I'll talk to her. And then he never got to talk to her. But once that happens like two times, you need to make a point of it to stand out in these group dates. This was just, I think Connor had a very good chance to get to hometowns if he just wouldn't have become so shy and so much of a background piece. For this season, I think you're dead on. He coasted after that one on one because see. it was early. He thought he co- he thought he could coast. He thought he stay, had like it. you said, yeah, stay out of the drama. I'll be fine. Well, if you stay out of everything, you're not in anything, as the saying goes. Out of sight, out of mind, Rim. That's a better saying. Okay, back uh, back in the room, real quick. The boys are talking like, man, Connor's broken up about this. Mike says. Six of us are great guys right in front of I don't know if you heard this, AP. <laughs> yeah, There's seven guys left. Okay? <laughs> He's like, six of us are great guys. She's got six great choices here. One of us six is going to make a great husband. Luke, I don't, I'm 90% sure Luke did not pick up on this. Well, he just continued the, great, the conversation. That's one of the great things about Luke and why, and we'll talk about this more later, you should never get in an argument with him because number one, he doesn't understand your insults. And number two, <laughs> if he does, he doesn't care. <laughs> Or he just hears what he wants to hear. He and he didn't yeah. want to hear that, so he didn't hear it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just in one ear out the other. Um, back in Hannah's room, let's wrap up this. Well, and he's delusional, too. So he's probably looking, Whoa, even go. if he did hear it, he probably was looking around the room <laughs> yeah, trying like, to figure out who, who the seven was. Who's Mike talking about? Yeah. He's my like, dude, I agree. Mike. Who's Tyler my dude, stinks. Mike, talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good boy. Back in Hannah's room. Hannah says, she starts to cry. She's like, dude, maybe if you said something <laughs> yeah, weeks ago, absurd. you wouldn't be obviously on the chopping block. It was This reminded me of when Demi visited Colton. The, there's no way this is going to end well. There's just two people without yeah. a real relationship. And there's the no leads relationship. Got to let him down. And there's it's no too relationship. late. It's too late. It, 
it, when it when it comes down to it with Connor, you can't just sit back, go on these trips with your boys, chilling for a month, and ignore your girlfriend, and then show up after that month and be like, "Okay, we're good, right?" No, it's n- it's not good. We aren't good at all. It's like uh, you know those wave pools. You know, you know, I'm very wave familiar pools? with wave pools. Yes, uh, we, we've been in wave pools, and I actually, the most recent one we went to, I kind of forgot how to swim a little bit. I had to get, I had to get like rescued <laughs> from the lifeguard. You remember that? Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't go deep. It was crazy. <laughs> I just forgot, <laughs> forgot how to tread water. But here's my point: Rim you come was into the wave pool. Panicked in the wave pool, yo. I was panicked in the wave pool. It started going. I'm like, oh my god, I'm 30 years old when we did this. Maybe 28, but whatever. Couldn't swim in the wave pool. I, it was actually scary. <laughs> But anyway, you start on the wave pool and there's all the kids like everybody can go in on the right, you know, the zero entry. And then you get deeper and deeper as time you going further into the wave pool is analogous to time on the bachelorette. As you go longer, you have to get deeper and deeper. You have to be able you got to churn. You really got to (laughs) churn to be able to stay going with the flood, staying even maintaining the wave pool. You got to put in work. You got to exude energy. You can't just sit there. You're going to drown. You'll drown. You'll literally drown and kind of drown. That's one of the great analogies (laughs) of all time. (laughs) That's a good analogy. I was wondering where you're going with that. I got to say. It works. Credit where credit's due. Let's take a quick break. 
Maybe it was just like a, I respect you some. I can spin zone a lot of Mike stuff. I'll spin zone the end of this date too. <laughs> Please believe that. Uh, but anyway, they're at the art studio. The artist shows up. Do an afternoon of painting one another. They draw each other first. Hannah can't draw whatsoever. Neither can Mike. Mike Mike is like most people. He can do like kind of flowing hair and like get the proportions right on the face. And then they draw the teeth. And it just, it, it, it's like that tooth emoji where it's just like crisscross, crisscross, like a railroad track yeah. on the teeth. Not a good teeth drawer. Teeth are tough. It's a lot of shadows going on. Mike says, I hope she feels the same way for me as I do about her. Those kind of quotes, coupled with uh, sad music, mm-hmm. you know it's coming. Yep. What do you got on the robes? They're painted together while wearing robes, I guess. This whole date was weird to me, Rim. I didn't know. it Was Was it supposed to be funny? Like, these guys can't paint? Was it supposed to be, like, sexual? Because they took the clothes off and, and had the... They weren't robes. I don't know. They were, like, huge scarves? Toga type. Like, tight togas where they're kind of, like, wrapped in a... Yeah, but not as much sheet. material as even a toga has. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was weird. And then they get painted together... The, I didn't understand what this date, what the purpose was or what they were going for. It was not an entertaining date or concept. Like it wasn't a cool idea to do. So I don't, I didn't, I didn't love the date to begin with. It was unfocused. It was unfocused. Like I said, is it, is it a comedy date or is it a romance? Yeah. What are you going for? Which is a, to outside Mike says today is the, maybe the first day with my wife. He was all excited about it. You know, uh, big stuff. Uh, Hannah, her look after he said this, the writing was on the wall, AB. That's when I, late to the game, that's when I knew it was over. I said, uh, she's not. That's not a, <laughs> I want to meet your family you. look. No, no. Friend, good friend, the friend zone. Yeah, exactly. But not marriage zone. All right, let's go to the nighttime portion. Hannah is staring at some big time famous Paintings, A.B., Girl with the Pearl Earring, okay, mm. Humanities, ever heard of it? <laughs> Look it up. They made a movie based on the novel, which was based on that painting, Scarlett Johansson. Look it up. Anyway, <laughs> just, wanted to, just wanted to let everybody know out there how cultured you're, I am. You're, you're, you're an art guy. Well, that goes without saying. We got a botanist, we got a florist, we got an art guy. We got to cover all the categories. Before you know it, Hannah is Balling. Oh, no. What do you got on the date when Mike shows up? Mike shows up looking handsome as ever, like he always does, Rim. He's killing that suit. He's so happy. Smile on a hundred. And Hannah's upstairs crying. He doesn't know what's waiting for him on the other side of this elevator. Oh. It's really tough to see for Mike apologists and Mike fans. And we're not apo- not even apologists, just Mike uh, facts would facts. you say super fans is the correct <laughs> word? <laughs> yeah. Fanatics? Yeah, but, uh, no, I just recognize greatness when I see it. When, <laughs> I see it here. Hannah says she's crying because of all the beauty that surrounds her in this art museum, AB. No. All the beauty that surrounds her, including Mike, in my opinion. <laughs> the most beautiful. The most beautiful sight to the see. The most one of a kind museum. thing in there is Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She talks about she talks about an interesting painting of St. Catherine holding a Bible with a bunch of men bickering about in the background fighting over 
hey, you told me you weren't going to talk about me to her pointing at St. Catherine. That's what the fight's about, <laughs> which is a similar situation to what Hannah's going through here. You talked about the three ladies in your life and you're looking for a fourth and I know I'm not it. She's crying this whole time. What do you got on the breakup, AB? Mike handles it well like we knew he would, Rim, with yeah. grace and- With a plum, yes. <laughs> He's even still smiling as as she's breaking up with him. He says, he even thanks her, I think. He thanks her for, you need, this was, I'm glad you did this. It makes me upset because I was getting feelings with you, but I'm glad you did this at this point instead of uh, dragging me along. By far the hardest goodbye, she says, and it's because of how good of a human Mike is. Yep. And Mike, she stops just short of saying he should be the next bachelor, but I think she pretty much <laughs> implied it. Mike, Mike deserves love type yep. of thing. Mike says, I know that's hard to say, but it needed to be said if that's how you feel. That's just class on top of class on well, top of class. That's just a mature adulthood. Rim. That's just, yeah, exactly. That's just a reasonable way to approach the situation. There's no vitriol. There's no hard feelings. It is what it is. He knows she's got other, he knows now she has five great options on the table. Well, now four after connor's gone a lot of math in this episode um how about mike's exit in the car as soon as she broke up with him the bachelor audition officially started yep what did you make of it he did great rim what else do you what would you think was gonna happen he put on a performance for the ages he did <laughs> he did he did you know he said all the right things he said all the right things yep there's a moment though where he goes, but she crushed me. Like, all right, she did. You weren't. This isn't a crushing blow, Mike. <laughs> like, you'll be okay. I think you know. I think he's probably all always had kind of an eye on post bachelorette endeavors. I'll put it that way, and not in like a terrible, not in a sleazy way, no. not in a new single on Spotify way. Just, I think he understands that the possibilities are there for him. Mm-hmm. Back at the house. Luke and the fellas are just having a good time. Chit-chatting. Up, Nothing, they're just having fun together. <laughs> relating over common interests. Luke wants everyone to know he really hopes Mike doesn't come back. <laughs> to a group of Mike's friends, he says he hopes Mike is gone. What do you got, uh, what do you got on Tyler? Jumping in, AB. Tyler with one of the lines of the season, Rim. It's mean. It's, it's very mean. mean. It's one of the it's one of the first real cheap shots that we've seen someone take. Absolute it. cheap shot. Yes. <laughs> it was a, Absolute it was, cheap shot. It was like a clothesline to the back of the head when he's walking away. This was <laughs> chair shot. Yep. This was, yep, yep. This is a chair shot. He says we. He says the best thing about all this is we. The worst. The worst thing about all this. Uh, the worst thing about all this is that we have a five eight villain, looking directly at Luke as he says it. Did that make you feel better? Luke says, he goes, I just, you know, he just want to throw that out there. He's just kind of like, yeah, I liked saying it. The delivery was spot on yeah. for Tyler. Listen, people, people can't yeah, control their height, me. okay? There's nothing Luke can do about his height. It is what it is. So it was a cheap shot, no doubt. But it was funny. It was funny because a lot of things are funny aren't because of what they are. It's when, how they're delivered. And how he responded and, to it. And for someone to say that out loud to so- someone else in the room is just like, <laughs> that's the funny part. What he's saying that you're 5'8 and short isn't particularly clever, but he said it and it was like, oh, Tyler just said that in front of everyone. <laughs> it's. I also enjoyed, they kind of broke 
the fourth wall there in terms of mentioning villains. And he was almost talking yeah. to the audience there like, <laughs> yes, we meet this season <laughs> as a, a villain. They don't ever call each other. You know, I've never heard him call another person a villain like he's a character on this season of the show. Luke tries to make the case that Tyler is the only one who doesn't like him, mm. which is really, that's a tough case to make. <laughs> Garrett's, especially given how much him and Garrett have gone through, Garrett says, hey, earlier when, and this is important, this is important, because this comes up later. Tyler says, me and Garrett were just chopping it up. And then Garrett says, basically, I was just being polite. Like, I'm not just going to ignore you when you're talking to me, yep. so I'll respond. Like, just because I'm nice to you on occasion doesn't mean that I, that erases all the other criticisms I have exactly. of you as a person so that comes up later anyway someone takes mike's luggage away luke peter garrett two roses up for grabs after mike and connor are gone rather than just one that's just math as luke explains simple math and hey he's right i mean i don't understand if you're if you're garrett or peter you gotta be happy deep down inside deep down inside maybe they are but again with luke sometimes he says things that are factual. I think we talked about it last week. He had a leg to stand on in some argument, but the way he delivers it is even when he's on the rare occasions when he's got his facts straight and he's right, the way he's delivering it is just so yeah rude and it's not coming from a good place in your heart to be thrilled that Mike, a person who's a good person by all accounts, that he's gone just because it benefits you. It just the other guys weren't thrilled. Well said. The next day, Jed tells Luke to keep his head out of his ass. We go right back into the gutter with the language. It's really appalling. Um, which, in my opinion, solid advice. Jed's just trying to help keep the guy your out, frankly. Out of your ass. Hey. <laughs> he's, he's like, the bar is low for you. Just don't stick your head up your ass. It's You'll fine. probably get it through the date. <laughs> two on one date, daytime. And I call this a two on one AB because Peter is getting a rose. Everyone knows that. There's this no way two Peter's on going This is home, the two-on-one that I've been saying is going to happen, Garrett and Luke. I don't know if you caught this before the date, but Garrett is prepping like he's going into war for this date. He's saying stuff like, I'm just getting my mind right, getting ready for battle. Maybe take it down a notch, Garrett. Yeah. It's, not, it's not that big of a deal. And it played out that way, too. There, were, He just kept... That was his focus. His focus on the day, you know, he's like 30% get a rose, connect with Hannah, 70% win the war with Luke. He wanted to get the rose to win the war, not because it meant anything about Hannah. Would you say Garrett came off somehow looking the worst on this episode? No, because one of the guys threw baloney at the other. Garrett didn't (laughs) throw baloney at him. That's fair. But... I, I I wish Garrett would have gone about this differently. And we've said that before about him. I wish I don't think in the end, no matter his tactics, I don't think he would have been successful. I think this was Luke's rose to lose. And he didn't lose it. I'll put it that way. Um, anyway, they're in some building. There's no outside shenanigans on this group date. Luke pulls Hannah aside first. Words matter. Hannah says, how's this week been? Which is essentially like, boy, how about this weather, huh? Yeah, nothing. Non-specific, nothing question. (laughs) Luke takes this opportunity to remind Hannah 
Let me. He's like, let me preface this by saying I don't bring up names. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. His quote was, "You know me." He he says it like I say it <laughs> when I'm about to say something. He says, you know yeah, me. As, as I hate joke. to talk about other guys. That's what he said to start this date. Can't stand it. Can't stand it. It's his least you favorite know thing. Luke. He loves staying in his lane. He would never <laughs> talk about other guys. He hates that stuff. Hates it. Within 10 seconds, he says, Jed said this He's yesterday. Out of his Jed lane immediately. Today. 10 seconds after that, he says, Garrett, you wouldn't believe what Garrett said. <laughs> I mean, really? Listen, the guy's. It happened immediately. Rip, the guy's stealing my gimmick. That's my thing. That's, that's you know my me, thing. And he stole it. <laughs> a fake you know me is absolutely a fake you know me is my gimmick. <laughs> a you know me, then say something that I am, but say I'm not that. That's what he, that's, he just stole that from me. <laughs> you know me, Anna. <laughs> Hannah's like, I do. You do hate doing that. I gotta <laughs> yep. give you credit. <laughs> credit where credit's due, Luke. But he references, so he said what Jed said, which... Didn't need to be discussed, in nope. my opinion. None of this needed to be discussed. Hannah was just like, how's it going, man? And then this all <laughs> came out. Not. And then he also references what Garrett said. He, I don't have the exact quote, but he claimed that Garrett was being fake. He claimed that Car- Garrett said, I was just being fake earlier, yeah. which is not what Garrett said at all. That's He said, I was just being, you know, I was just talking to you, responding to your question. Exactly. That, that doesn't mean fake. Like, it's possible to really dislike someone and also be cordial with them on occasion. Exactly. It's called being an adult. Hey, do you have a job? You probably don't like everyone you work exactly. with, but you're nice to them. You're not a fake person for doing that. <laughs> yeah. You're just getting along in the world. <laughs> exactly. Okay? Luke says the, or excuse me, Luke is bringing this up, baby, because he's concerned for Hannah. Yeah, he's worried about her. You know Luke, AB. You know Luke. He is just <laughs> Hannah number one concern. <laughs> He can't stand that these terrible guys might end up with Hannah. So we got to we got to get rid of them. We got to nip in that she needs to know the truth, AB. Jed said the A word. Okay. <laughs> Luke says the only reason they dislike me is because, quote, I screw up time and take away their time with Hannah, mm-hmm. which seems, in my view, like a pretty good reason to dislike a, a competitor on the show. Absolutely. But also other reasons they don't like him. He says, we're closer than everyone here. Because of all we've been through. Bunker mentality, A.B. Bonnie and Clyde, me against the world. It's you and me, babe. Nobody gets us but us. He also asks her, do you remember what it's like for you to be sitting in this seat, Hannah? Because if you'll remember, Hannah had a tough time with other girls on her season. So bringing that in and getting that common ground, great move. Common ground, us against the world. That should work. That works. It worked, frankly. It worked. Everything else he said was just false or whatever. This putting her in a spot where it's like, all right, you and me, you and me, babe. (laughs) Forget the cameras. Forget it all. Sunny and share. That's I got you, babe. But the (laughs) the point remains that I knew I was like, okay, he's got something here. Even though I can't stand the guy, he's he's got something. She's gonna latch onto that. That's gonna work. Tactical play by Luke. Could be a blind squirrel situation. I've yet to decide. <laughs> uh, Hannah to the camera says, hey, listen, I get it with Luke. I understand there's some issues, but maybe it's just boys being boys, question mark. You're looking for a husband, Hannah. Are you looking for a so boy maybe or a fo- man? Focus on the men. Oh, crrr, all right. You need to be focused here. Okay. If it is boys being boys, uh, the, it's not the, then all the boys involved are not good enough. Fact. Garrett and Hannah. Here we go. Garrett remembers that he's here for Hannah. 
we're being harder on Garrett than I think he probably deserves. But it, listen, the guy we? the guy shot himself in the foot. He shot himself in the foot. The strategy was wrong. It starts very smooth, I thought. I thought he was going to bring up the Luke stuff right off the bat. He says he hasn't been sleeping much. Why is that, Rim? Because he had such a good time on our date. Can't stop thinking about <laughs> it's it. It's a good line. I didn't think he was coming with that. I thought he was going to say because of the drama, he's going to bring because up some, Luke, yeah. something else. Good line. Good start for Garrett. Garrett didn't bring up Luke, but Hannah did, A.B. Yep. Hannah's like, good line, but let's get down to what. Yeah, here's what I really care Here's about, what yeah. we're going to talk about. What's kind of insane here is that the core, the through line for all the drama this season has been Luke talking about other guys with Hannah. Mm-hmm. And Hannah knows this. She's aware of it and addressed it to the group several weeks ago. This is the whole stay in your lane thing. So when Hannah immediately tells Garrett what Luke just said about him, does she not see that that's what they've been talking about this entire time? Like, what does she expect to happen? This You're feeding into the cycle that you hope to stamp out a couple weeks ago. This is an all or nothing situation. If we're going to stay in our lanes, like you kind of have to also, not just Luke, but Hannah too, don't contribute to this drama. Bringing up Luke and what he said about Garrett to Garrett contributed to the drama. I agree. I agree. An apologist, though, everything stems back to Luke. Like, he, she should have just let Luke go a long time ago. He's the only one not staying in the lane. It would solve all these problems. If you're going to let him stay and he's going to bring up other people, that's going to put doubt in your head and he's she's going to have to bring it up with other people. Like, she just got done talking and Luke brought up some some stuff about Garrett that needed to be discussed. So I understand why she brought it up. I just am not understanding why Luke is still around here. Good point. Different perspective. Agreed. It, even Garrett said, like, you don't have to apologize for asking. This. Like, I get why you want to ask this stuff. Yeah. Again, the, the, she's asking about what Garrett, if Garrett said I was being fake earlier, because that's what Luke told her that Garrett said, which is not what Garrett said. So it's just a whole, again, we're back to the tornado. But at this point, the fact that she even brought it up with Luke She's on a mission to justify keeping him. I agree. Brought up with Garrett, excuse me. She will, she's just here to talk to Garrett to justify keeping Luke. Right? I don't think she was given a fair shake to Garrett here. No, I agree. I mean, one day, hopefully in the, in the near future, we're going to find out what it is that has, has this hold over Hannah with Luke. Something's there that we don't see, that we never... Something's going to be there, and I don't know if it's going to happen in Mentel All or whatever. I just hope we eventually find out, because what they've shown us, it may, it's a bad look for Hannah. I think we got a little peek of their connection later that maybe hasn't been on screen that much, but you're right. It hasn't... The choices she's making are not... Do not appear to be justified by what we've seen exactly. of him on screen. There's got to be something we're missing. Uh, Garrett and Luke, after Garrett talks, Garrett is under the impression that this went well for him and that she's going to send Luke home. I don't know what gave him that impression. See, he says that to Luke. I took that as he was flipping it. I don't think he thought it was a good conversation with Hannah. He wanted to get a rise out of Luke and maybe make Luke make an error. Because if you get Luke mad enough, he's going to do he's going to fly off the handlebars, Rim. Garrett... Like you said, it seemed like his goal was almost to get Luke to hit him. 
I agree. You know how in the old yeah, days absolutely. of the real world when you, you went yeah. home if somebody hit you? If you didn't like one of your roommates in the real world, you, you literally just said, hit me, that type of thing. Yeah. See if you can get him to go home. <laughs> no, that, nothing's changed there. That's still, that's still a very good strategy on the challenge is trying to get someone to hit you. Okay, well, that's kind of what he was doing here. Yep. He, was, he wasn't aggressive about it, but he was needling him in all the right ways, and it worked. He had a shit-eating grin on his face the entire time, Rim, of uh, something that makes you want to punch him. It almost fully worked, because Luke's little blow-up included getting in your face, as listener Andrew pointed out, almost scuffing his shoes very close to that, which would have been a debacle, tosses some baloney. Now, was this really baloney? It didn't look like baloney. No baloney that I've ever had. This might be rich people baloney that I'm not aware of, <laughs> like those rich people waffles you were referring to. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it, it got this heated because, hey- Hannah's looking for a husband, and this is serious, AB, so that's when you throw baloney. That's when you want them to know <laughs> he you're did have his the real deal. fist clinched, Arthur clinch, like yep. he has in the past. You know, he does the, finch cl- the fist clinch a lot. He also does the, the T-Rex point, like a t- kind of a T-Rex <laughs> arm where he's like, mm. he's, not, he's not full extension. Yeah, he doesn't want to touch like, you with his finger. No, no, no. He's, he's going like, keeping it in close. Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? Flexing. Uh, anyway. Luke heads out to chat with his boy Peter after this blow up. What's going on, man? Like, we're pals, right? Like, we're friends. <laughs> Peter's like, oh, God. Peter's like, oh, geez, Luke, what did you do this time? Before we get to this, Rim, you missed a very important part about with Garrett and Luke. Luke throws the baloney on him, allegedly baloney. I'm not sure what it was, some sort of lunch meat. He says, this is a pile of baloney. And that's what you've been saying to me. And I'm tired of it. For some reason, Garrett stands up and does the same insult back to him. You got any explanation? That was a weak ass comeback. He goes, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's funny you picked up the baloney. This is as Luke's walking <laughs> yeah, like, away. As it's if funny. Luke's line didn't just <laughs> yeah, occur. He just said the line. He says, it's funny you picked up the baloney because that's what you're full of. That's literally the same exact joke Luke just made about you, and it wasn't good then. Bad baloney insults. Bad baloney insults. But yeah, Pete, back to Pete. Oh, what's going on? Hey, Whoa, Pete. He walks, this, Pete is, this is a classic Luke situation where he walks into a room with people that are not his friends, and for some reason thinks it's going to go good. He's like, whoa, uh, I, really ma- I really made Hannah mad in there. You, good luck. <laughs> No, no. He goes, I had no intention of talking about anyone. And what do you know? I had to because she asked me. Like, geez, man. Another, you know, I just can't catch a break here is what Luke's saying. <laughs> and Luke is shocked to find that Peter's not on his side. Peter's like, you know, what? all right. I'm, we're friends off camera, but I can't have this on record. Just get away from me, Luke. I don't like what you're doing here. Just a heads up. I made her really mad uh, for your conversation. Good luck. Dude, don't go in there. She's pissed. But I had to do it, though. <laughs> All right, Peter and Hannah chat. Do you have anything on this, AB? No, just Peter staying in his lane like Hannah told him to, and it worked out great. This was good. They were cute together. She's got the eyes for him. But this was, I mean, you're getting a hometown, pal. Like, there's nothing there was, to worry about. It, this was 
like you said, this was a two-on-one. Peter shouldn't even have been here for this part portion of the date. Like, he had nothing to do with any of this drama, and we all knew he was getting that one-on-one date. So you might as well, they should have just given him the rose when he showed up. I was just going to say, like, with the card. No, with the card. The date card should have been <laughs> Luke and Garrett, and Peter, here's your rose already. <laughs> Hannah thinks Pete's a nice break from the mess, which I think, uh, you yeah. know, should it's count for something like <laughs> when you're looking for a husband, maybe it's not involved with petty spats all every single week. Imagine like having kids with Luke and he's, you know, he's constantly in feuds with the different parents in the PTA. Well, no, just like he, just all the time. It's just never. Did ends you see that this. video of the people fighting at the at the kids uh little league games that's luke he's fist fighting at the, at the little league games on the field and ruining everyone's fun that's him yeah <laughs> pete gets the rose ab they walk 10 feet away big celebration in full view of the other two <laughs> yep. uh and that's it that's the daytime portion we're setting that this was all just there to set the stage for the nighttime portion the two on one they're in this ballroom in the hotel that they're staying at by the way beautiful ballroom Luke and Hannah talk first, A.B. This is, a, this is the heaviest conversation they've had since night one. This is what we've been asking for almost. When will we see these two talk about something unrelated to drama and connect in a way that we just haven't been seeing? Luke says he explored drinking and, quote, chased sex when he was a freshman in college. Uh, two things. Does not indicate an end date for that behavior. And number two. I would have preferred the term chase tail because that is a f- old timey term <laughs> that I think is funnier. <laughs> That's fair. He made it sound like he was a sex addict. I'll say it. He. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. He he made it clear like he's a he's a completely different person yeah. now than he was then. But it should be noted that wasn't that long ago. Of course, no. Luke's, I think, 24, uh, just like Hannah. Hannah, Hannah, this is what Hannah's been waiting for. She wants to talk about this stuff. Open up. Raw, okay? That's what she wants to hear. She wants to hear about what made you who you are. And of course, that's what we all want to hear. That's what you want to hear in real life when you're talking to people. He's not into that anymore, he's saying. And that's one of the reasons Hannah really actually does connect with him because he's found religion and it's her religion and they can share and bond over that. Here's my main point, main takeaway. Whatever you think of Luke... We're not Luke guys. This actual real life vulnerability, a person who acknowledges that they don't like their, they didn't like their own behavior and work to change it, whatever the behavior was, that is actually endearing to Hannah. If anyone did this and had a similar story where they change the way they are in hopes of becoming a better person and maybe becoming a better partner down the line, I mean, that that works. Absolutely. No matter who the lead is, but especially in this case with Hannah. Fun little twist after the conversation on the traditional assessment. Luke is confident that Hannah is falling in love with him. You don't often hear a contestant go like, oh, yeah, she's into it. She's falling in love with me for sure, bro. <laughs> Anything else on this conversation I may have missed? I mean, this is something that I feel like they probably should have talked about a while ago. You can make the argument that he was just pulling it out as kind of a last resort here, but given who Hannah is and where, what, who Luke is, this is what they've, they should bond over. This is a good conversation. It's undeniable. It pains me to say that this is a good conversation for him, for him, especially with her. It was one of the few, because Luke's talking about his own past, 
there's no opportunities really to lie. Maybe he embellished some things, <laughs> but he can't. There's nothing we can check here and be like, actually, that's false. Like everything else he's talking about with the Garrett drama, that's all on tape. So we can look at that and say, but with here, it's like actual Luke's life. Nobody can poke holes in it. Back at the house. Tyler and Jed. Uh, well, I mean, he said he the, looked at the ceiling and saw heaven room. So I, I that you can probably. That's tough I to mean, prove. <laughs> it's just, I mean, I, moving on. I don't yeah, want to. Yeah, that's tough to prove. Back at the house, Pete walks through the door. Tyler and Jed thrilled. Pete reports that Luke is imploding. Listen, <laughs> we got him, boys. We got the war him. War's almost over. We got him. <laughs> Peter, it should be noted, is wrong. Luke is not imploding. If anything, he is ascending. Quickly back to the date. It's time for Garrett. You know, he said Luke is going to try and throw a Hail Mary. Well, Luke did throw a Hail Mary. Pass completed. First and goal at the two-yard line. Time for you to step up the D and stop him, Garrett. (laughs) It's time for your Hail Mary. (laughs) Yeah, what are you going to do here? Uh, It's the family talk. It's not a new thing, but it's a solidifying step. Can't wait for you to meet my family. You talk a little bit about your family. Quickly, quickly. Garrett says, I love you. Wow. What did you make of that moment? The first I love you of the season. She was, I think she was genuinely surprised and happy. She seemed to, she seemed to really... And who wouldn't be someone telling you, telling you they love you. I I thought he was staying after this. I would. That's what I thought. After she, the way she reacted to him saying, I love you made me think for sure he was staying. She was elated. Hug and lift. Hug and lift. Hug and lift. Make out. Okay. Something you do to someone. If she didn't feel it. That's a post engagement. Hug and lift. Exactly. And if someone tells you, you love them or they love you and then. As the bachelor or bachelorette, that's your time. If you don't think you're giving them the rose, you send them home right then, right? Exactly. Exactly. So the fact that she didn't send him home in that moment made, led me to believe he was staying. 100% agree. That's exactly what I thought. It, there's your opportunity to say, you sure already said I'm falling with, in love with you for Jed, so say something if it yeah. is mutual, and if it's not, you have to send him home right there. Exactly. Interesting word choice by Garrett a couple times. He says, there was something in me that knew I had to say it. Why did you emphasize had? He is, has to say, I love you, Rim. As in. He's just overjoyed with the feeling. No, as in, (laughs) this is the point in the season that I have to do something. Little Jean Blanc. I thought this is what I was supposed to say now. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, Garrett and Luke back with Hannah. You're thinking this is it. You're thinking, here we go. This is it. I have. It's over. I have tweets in the drafts loaded, waiting to deploy. (laughs) I was ready to go. I had to rip some video real quick. I was ready to send off a good one. I don't want to tell you what it is, but it's a good one. And Hannah gives Luke. The rose. Incredible. Now, I knew she was going to do this, and so did Garrett when she started talking about where her heart yep. is leading her. Yeah, and, obviously. And her gut, which but saying this is what my gut thinks, this is what my heart thinks, you're implying that your head is not involved in the decision. Okay? <laughs> she loved the, she's, she's made it entirely clear her head is not in the decision for a long time to keep Luke, but there's something 
And I don't even know if she can point out what, but there's something, some place of her heart that he is in that won't leave. He's stuck there. Yep. And uh, Luke smiles and laughs as Garrett and Hannah walk away. All class from this guy. Nothing but respect. True gentleman. Really just can't say enough about Luke. Now, of, now <laughs> that was obviously our sarcasm. But, of course, if Garrett... Garrett would have absolutely done the same thing. If you think Luke got sent home, Garrett would be hooting and hollering and smiling, <laughs> oh, too. Absolutely. Just so we're clear. <laughs> what you make of Garrett's exit? I thought he left... Uh respectfully you know he was down there in the mud with luke the entire episode he fought the battle he lost and then he's just like okay good game man good game it's, <laughs> yeah, it's over it, you won yeah. you won yeah i think he was actually shell i think he was actually surprised yeah he was in the car like what just the happened? hell <laughs> um not unlike the end of double shot at love when it came to paulie d's choice Ooh, maybe we'll talk about that did i tell you this no, I stopped watching. Oh, 10 out of 10 finale. Really? Yeah. I might just watch the finale, honestly. Honestly, you can probably get away with that. <laughs> you can definitely get away with that. Uh, Garrett, uh, you know, he's shell-shocked, sure. He seems to think that Hannah is probably going to end up with Luke, even though there's four guys left. And why wouldn't he think that, frankly? I just told her I love- she keeps giving him the roses. Yeah. I just told her I love her, and she kept him. So the, she's got to have strong feelings for this guy. And that's the end of the episode. Luke gets a rose. We're down to Luke, Tyler, Jed, and Peter. Interesting final four, Rim, in that one half of the people remaining, it'll be a true disaster if they win. Agreed. If Luke or Jed win this season, we're talking about an all-time great after the final rose. Like, There's going to be so many questions for her. I think it will be a bigger disaster if Jed wins. I think Luke. I they mean, could like probably you, spin the Luke thing. Uh, I think they she could pick Luke and then remove them from the situation where there's other. As long as he basically stays away from other men, they'll be or women. Frankly, they'll be in. A, they'll have a great happy marriage as long as there's no one to get into a conflict <laughs> with. They could be happy together for a That's long true. time. I think the Jed thing would be. Really, disaster. it'd be a disaster, but boy, would that make for great television. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God. That You'd would have be... her there. The girlfriend would be there. Yes. They'd bring her on stage. We'd have a th- all three of them on stage. I'd, I'd hate to see it for Hannah. As a guy that likes <laughs> Hannah, that'd be yeah. mortifying. But And there's no reason why she should. There's no like big she red doesn't know flags anything about it. Jed. No, yeah. she doesn't know anything. Someone needs to tell. Someone should have told her. The only red flag is that Jed didn't. Um, respond when she said i'm falling in love with you yeah. that was probably his worst moment where he's yeah. like, oh, all right did you watch the coming up the season trailer no okay <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> wow wow i mean uh wow uh we get more questions about the trailer and what's going to happen down the line than we do about the episode that had just aired that's how chock full of stuff the trailers are so you not watching them i kind of like because we don't have to talk about it till it happens but just understand that people are buzzing people are buzzing i didn't watch the trailer but with ab's headline of the week i'm scrolling through tons it's a there's landmines all out there with spoilers i'm almost getting spoiled i'm very nervous about continuing to do headline of the week don't with do it that, take a couple weeks off no i'm gonna keep That's doing fine. it for the people okay. but 
I did see what happened in the in the uh, trailer. There's tons of headlines about what happened yeah, in yeah, the trailer yeah. with her. I get you. I, I didn't think about that. You're just begging to be spoiled with this headline yeah. segment. Now, there were a couple... Of, there's tons of spoiler articles. From what I've seen, they mostly do a good job of calling out the spoiler and not saying it in the headline. So, I haven't been spoiled yet. But I did see the big news that happened in the what's coming up next. Well, you still so would have to see it to talk about it necessarily. So, we'll still wait. But hey, before we get to the mailbag in our power rankings and the Bachelor headline of the week, let's quickly talk about Instagram. I'd love to. Because there's a there's a controversy, AB. Okay. And this is basically just a way to plug our Instagram, at Rosecast Podcast. A couple days ago, posted a pop-up video thing. All right? You know, Volvia's Hilarious. Video. Did the, I thought we should annotate that great scene where the boys were ganging up on Luke a little yeah. bit and he was kind of clawing, uh, what is a... I don't know. What's a dog do when you back him in a corner? He barks. Whatever. <laughs> so great video. People who watched it liked it. Didn't do a billion views, but it was the people who watched it enjoyed the video, I think. A couple days later, the Bachelorette Instagram, the Bachelorette social channels posted a very, a very similar video with pop-ups like that, okay? It wasn't the same thing. It wasn't a pop-up video because they have to worry about getting sued more than we do. But It was a pop-up video. I'll say it. I, I'll put it this way. It probably would not have existed if not for our video. <laughs> that happened. Okay? There's just no... The, that's too much the of a timing. coincidence for it to be timing. random. Yeah. I haven't seen a pop-up video in 15 years, and then I see one that you've made, and I see one that The Bachelor makes two days later for the first time in 15 I years? Mean, but, I don't think I so. Mean, I mean, stay I woke, so. people. You want yeah. to talk about staying woke? I mean, come on here. Now, that's fine. That's fine. You'd think I would see that and be like, I spent so long on that, and now they're just picking... No, no, no. Completely fine. I don't... That's... If anything, that's good. Now, I do need... I would. Uh, I get where Rosecast Nation's heart is, defending us and saying... Oh, you guys stole this idea. They did. That's fine. That's the game. That's the inter- Hey, spoiler alert. We didn't come up with pop-up video either. Okay. So this, we got to, we got to watch what we say to ABC when we tag ABC in the bachelorette, because I don't want, uh, you don't bite the hand that feeds you AB. Okay. I don't want them to be like, oh, you guys are going to get feisty about this. Boom. Shut the accounts down because Lord knows, I you want to talk about stealing content, you're looking at a heavy offender. <laughs> I get all sorts of video that I don't own on that Instagram account. So let's lay low for a while, kind of do some laugh emojis and play it cool. Right? I am not trying to get, I'm not trying to ruffle those feathers, okay? Let's quickly go to the mailbag. 773-234-7794. This is a wildcard week, AB. This is from Andrea. Do you remember the lecture Hannah gave after throwing Scott out on night one? She asked if anyone else had a girlfriend or was wasting her time. Wow. Guess she wouldn't actually expect Jed to stand up and admit to having a girlfriend at the time. But if that if it comes to this, how do you think she will react to Jed having an actual current girlfriend by contrast, whether it occurs on the show or on after the final rose? Well, if he wins... I guess it doesn't matter if he wins. She'll react the same way. She's going to be pissed. If he did win, I think they'll be already broken up by the time after the final rose because she obviously would have seen it. It would it, the, the relationship would be long over. Okay, that's what. So it, she'd be fine. We wouldn't see her real, genuine reaction then. No, 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 no. She's already had that reaction if he won. Yes, but 
if she hasn't, that's better for us because yeah, then yeah, she gets to absolutely. confront him for the first time on screen. Thank you, Andrea. Um, here's a question from Katie in Arlington. Uh, Katie's upset. She works in the mental health field, AB, so actual serious uh, text here. She's upset that the producers did not see Luke's personality and manipulative tendencies, emotionally abusive behaviors. Maybe this is a, here's the crux of her question. Do you think this is a good thing that people see this behavior from a person on TV and understand how they think? Or do you think it's a do you think it's a net positive or net negative Luke being on TV and this discussion? Because people are talking about it in that way. I think it's a positive because it's opened the conversation to some of the stuff, his manipulative, his controlling, his possessive nature, in particular, possessive. Uh, he he thinks he's in possession of Hannah. Uh, so that opens up that conversation and uh, brings awareness to it and hopefully uh, helps people avoid these relationships in the future, I guess. This is from an anonymous person. Formal request for a moment of silence from Mike A.B. This is my text. This is from Rem. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Rem and A.B., love the show. Audio quality is great. Who do you think is going to be the next Bachelor? A.B., this is still the text. A.B., who do you, you especially, who do you think? Who I, do you want and who do you think? I think it'll be Mike. I want it to be Mike. I think if it's anyone but Mike, there's going to be, you know, the tiki yeah. torches. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we might have tiki torches if it is Mike. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, but your point stands. I don't think there's just not. Who's the second option, really? But, you know, the more I see Peter? a Peter, the more the more I see a Peter, the more I'm like, this, he can't carry it. He He talks... He doesn't talk like an adult. There's a lot of likes. He's not in there. electric the, enough. We've he's not said electric that. enough. He's like, a great guy. I think Tyler has a really good chance of winning. And I, I you know, d- down to the final four, I, th- I'm, I hope he's the winner. Tyler would be the only other person that I think could have the juice to make it happen. But I yeah. think the Mike train is rolling. Like you said, it's the train is the Mike train is unstoppable. It's left the the freaking station. It's it's over. It's either yeah. him or there's gonna be big time problems. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. They, knew, well, listen, we knew this a couple weeks ago. I hate to be Dan Patrick and say, I told you so, but we told you so. There's just no, there's no stopping this. I don't think there's any stopping this. Yeah, I agree. All right, here are my top four as you prepare yours. Number four, Jed. There's only four left, so I can only do four. Yeah. Number four, Jed, down, down a spot. Number three. Unless you throw a grocer Joe in there. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Number three, Peter, down a spot. Number two, Luke, up a couple spots, holding steady at number one is Tyler. Who's your top four AB? Number four, Jed. That's personal preference. That's taken. <laughs> I, I don't know if he's actually number four here. Number three, it's tough. Tyler. Number two, three. Luke. Number one, Peter. I'm moving Luke into my top two. Something. Wow. I don't know. I don't want to put him one, but I think there's a very good chance he wins this season at this point. 
crazy. We've had an up and down roller coaster with him in the power rankings. Because the thing about him is he's been so terrible. Like even when he does normal as a normal conversation, she's like gushing over him. So what if he just acts normal? In these last yeah. couple episodes, like what if he doesn't have any people with him in his hometown except his family? So he's not going to have any unless he gets into like a bar fight or something, which is very, very possible. Sure. But right. he's he's going to have a hometown out. date. <laughs> he's going to have a hometown. Why are you trying to bleep out stuff? No, no, we got to be. Hey, the more people listen, the great chance you know we got lawyers. We're going to get back, sued sleepy. by Luke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knows? Luke's going to sue anybody. It's probably going to be the Bachelor. The pair, the producers. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Well, I don't want to be in that class action. But okay? it, anyways, Luke on his hometown, it's it's probably going to go good. You know, probably yeah. be the best interaction he's going to have because he doesn't have the other guys there. It's just going to be his family. He's going to he's going to have people talking him up. In fact, his family's going to be talking him up instead of all the negativity that's usually around him. So he's going to have a good date there. I think there's a very good chance Luke P wins this season. It's tough to say that, but I think it's true. So you have him behind Peter. Your yeah, rankings. I right still now. think Peter's okay. got a leg up, probably, but that's might just be because I don't want to see Luke win. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the Bachelor headline of the week. AB. What is it? And is it a spoiler? Not a spoiler. Very interesting article too. Bachelorette hunk Tyler Cameron is getting gaggles. Of NYC gals running. This is from the New York Post. Apparently, Tyler's been posting when he's going to run. Like, I'm going to be in oh. Central Park. And then, like like LeBron James in that commercial where he's running <laughs> yeah. and all the people are following behind yeah. him. There's a picture of him with like a 100 girls <laughs> running behind him. It's incredible. He started his own like little running club just by posting on Instagram one day where he's going to be. And now they're doing like a whole 5K out of it. It's it's great. That's Tyler's actually, great. That's actually awesome. Get people moving. You got to see the Seems picture. really fun. You he's see not, the picture. Yeah, I'll see it. You know, the more traditional reference would be Forrest Gump. But when your whole, when all you've been thinking for the no, past week is LeBron LBJ. James. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to, it goes there. Uh, okay. Like that. Like that. Batch Bracket Fantasy League update, top five. With 238 points, Lillian C, Kim D, and Melissa B. 236 points, Christina R, and Kristen M. Tight race, tight race. I have 163 points. That's not a lot. That's not great, but I came from behind in a lot of actual brackets this year when Virginia won. Nobody picked Virginia. I'm hoping Luke. I hope Luke wins. <laughs> <laughs> How do you see your number? You just go to it. My score rim, 143. What'd you say yours was? 163. Ah. We're dreadful. Terrible. We're dreadful. It's terrible. This is like when people get mad that the that the people on opinion shows on ESPN aren't like experts in what they're talking about all the time. It's like, well, they're just paid to I mean, when do you think the last time Michael Wilbon played basketball was? Like, we're just here to entertain you, okay? <laughs> All right, that's all we got. Do you have anything else, A.B.? No. Thank you for listening, as always. Uh, I think we're close to a round number of Apple Podcast reviews, so especially uh, globally, so shout out to Canada for that. Uh, please listen elsewhere on Spotify and all that. Thank you, thank you. That's all I got. Follow on the Instagram and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we appreciate it. Talk to you later.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.